This is why I can't go to Disneyland anymore. A Scarecast original written by myself, Michael Crutchfield, and T.C. Loopy. Disneyland is known to be the happiest place on earth. A place where nothing creepy should happen. But, it's not like that. Did you know that it's a common thing for people to spread their loved one's ashes over there? Be aware that if you choose Mickey Mouse's home in California to be your last resting place, you'll end up inside a vacuum cleaner for eternity. But as it happens to most things we love, the internet has brought some obscure information that has put the theme park under a not-so-magic light. Disneyland has become infamous for its ghost stories, something that, instead of being harmful to the park's reputation, has piqued the interest of many people, primarily teenagers and young adults. One of Disneyland's famous ghosts in particular has been very popular lately, thanks to some TikTok going around. Well, I'm probably one of the first people to ever spot him, and I have some things to say about Mr. One Way. It was a sunny afternoon in the early 80s. Not sunny enough to give you a heat stroke or sunburn, but good sunny. That meant, of course, that Disneyland was brimming with people, most of them families consisting of overly excited little kids and exhausted parents and some groups of teenagers. I was an exception. My older sister, Lisa, made the mistake of telling mom she was going to Disneyland with their two friends. And mom said something like, Sure, but if you don't take your brother, I'm not giving you any money. While our relationship wasn't bad, Lisa was three years older than me, and looking after me wasn't something she was overly enthusiastic about. So, when we got to Disneyland, she just gave me my share of the money and said, You'll be fine on your own, right? I nodded and she told me where and when I should find her by the end of the day. I didn't mind being alone, but it wasn't something I really enjoyed. However, I was excited to venture off to a ride that all of my friends had been talking about at school. And that ride was Space Mountain. Space Mountain had been in production for about three years three long years and much hype was built around the ride especially with the commercial that seemingly played every five minutes whenever we turned the TV on the ride was supposed to make you feel like you were in space it wasn't made to be like the other kiddie rides around Disneyland Space Mountain was supposed to rival anything ever created at Magic Mountain I made my way over to the ride, realizing how less excited I was because I had no one to share the experience with, until a red-haired man started making conversation with me in line. 
I was 14 and he was an adult, but it didn't feel creepy. In fact, he was extremely friendly. It felt like I had known him my entire life. The single rider line was still long, and back then, we didn't have a lot of options of entertainment that could be carried in a pocket, so it felt normal to interact with people I didn't know. We were sharing an experience in the most magical place in the world, after all. We talked for quite a while during our long wait to get on the ride. We talked about how much we saw the commercials play, things they changed about the ride now that it was open, and how you couldn't see in the damn thing. We also talked about the delicious corn dogs I could not wait to get my hands on once it was lunchtime. After a while, I began to talk to a boy that was closer to my age who had been behind me the entire time. The boy was led on the ride by his mom, who was too scared to try the ride. We got lost in conversation talking about our favorite TV shows and cartoons until I noticed how close we were getting to the ride. And also, the red-haired guy that I had been talking to was gone. Pretty strange as I thought the guy would have at least said something, so much as a buy or if he did exit, I would have for sure noticed him walk past us. Perhaps he got called up to the ride earlier for some other reason, and I just didn't notice. Or maybe I'm just overthinking this whole interaction. Anyways, by the time I ventured on the ride, I had forgotten entirely about the strange occurrence. The ride was everything I expected it to be. Fast, dark, and filled with all sorts of unexpected turns. People were screaming and overjoyed to experience the next big thing, and I would have never have imagined that something terrible could happen. After spending the rest of the day around the park, I eventually returned to the line for Space Mountain near the end of the day, right as everyone ran to watch the fireworks so that I could experience it one last time. And to my surprise, I saw the nice red-haired guy in the single riders line again, only a few people away from me. I waved to him, but he looked nervous and fidgety this time, and he didn't even acknowledge me. Eventually, he disappeared from my line of sight as the line curved, and I saw him once again, only by catching a glimpse of him approaching one of the ride cars. The red-haired guy sat beside a girl with thick glasses, and off they went. This isn't the first time I talked to someone, and they could forget about me only hours after meeting me. Whatever. I was there to enjoy Space Mountain, not to be all concerned about some random guy I would never see again. It was now my time to venture on Space Mountain and enjoy the last ride before returning home. The entire ride was just as magical as it was the first time I rode it. 
the screams, the darkness, the lights, the unknowing turns. We came back to the tunnel and in the distance, I could see the same girl with the glasses appearing to be highly distressed, yelling at the ride operators. You guys need to stop the ride. There was a man, a man with red hair who was sitting next to me. He wasn't there anymore once the ride ended. I think he fell off the ride. The ride operators were confused as to why she thought someone fell off the ride. There were ways to tell if such an incident would happen. A man of that size would have clearly been visible to the ride operators had he fallen. Ma'am, ma'am, you had to relax. There was no man that fell off the ride. We have looked over the footage. There wasn't anyone sitting next to you. Weird, I thought. I clearly saw the man, just as the girl saw him. The girl would scream that she wasn't crazy, but none of the ride operators believed her. I was too afraid to speak up, too scared that they would lock me in some psychiatric room for thinking I saw someone who was clearly not there as well. This entire ordeal was just a tiny part of the puzzle. That ride home, all I could think about was the red-haired guy. Maybe it was some ghost that just haunted the ride. I am sure out of all the millions of people who venture to Disneyland every year, hell, every month, there had to have been some sort of death on the ride. At the time, we didn't have internet, so it wasn't something I could just search up to verify. I was a huge skeptic, but bringing up any paranormal experience to my sibling would be to no avail. She hated hearing anything about ghosts or anything that wasn't living. She didn't believe in it. My parents were also extremely religious, so bringing it up to them would probably bring an exorcist to my door. I wouldn't think a lot about it until the next time I went to Disneyland with my high school girlfriend. The day was going great until another couple a friend of hers I didn't know and this friend's boyfriend started tagging along with us. They were awful people to be around, arguing and fighting the whole time. But my girlfriend just brushed it off and tried to keep a light mood. However, she failed. It sounds a bit mean, but I was incredibly relieved when the guy said he was breaking up with her and left us. He was the worst, loudest of the two. The girl cried her eyes out, and my girlfriend said that I could go ahead to one of the rides while she calmed her friend down. Let's just say I wasn't thrilled to stay, so I ran at the speed of light to my favorite ride. You guessed it, Space Mountain. The wait this time around was only a mere five minutes. Having only gone on the ride waiting in the single rider's line, I thought it was a better idea to check out the regular line so that I could see the different scenery around the ride 
while it was a good chance to do so. I ran around the railings and waited to venture upon my favorite ride. Being a lone rider and all, I was seated in the very last row and right before the ride took off, another person sat next to me. I looked to my left to see a guy with red hair covering his face who appeared to be a bit younger than me. Well, damn, another red-haired guy, just like the man who might have been a ghost all those years ago. But I am sure it wasn't the same person because that person was way older than this guy. And plus, that guy isn't the only red-haired man to ever get on the ride. But damn, what were the chances Redheads aren't super common. A bit freaked out, I decided to keep to myself and not glance at the guy who seemed to have an awkward vibe to him. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The ride pulled me into its dark allure. So much so that I didn't even think about the guy. However, this time on the ride, there were some changes and these changes sort of added light to the ride. Little flashes of light flickered throughout the ride and out of curiosity, I slowly looked to the left to see the red-haired guy staring right at me with no emotion, no expression, his eyes just beaming right down on me. My heart sank to the bottom of the ride. Are you okay? I asked the guy. But he just stared at me. Right as we got to the part where the picture is taken in the ride, the camera flashed on us. And right as the camera flashed, the guy disappeared. I freaked the fuck out and started screaming as the ride finished its course. Help! What the fuck? Stop the ride! But the scream of the other passengers crowded out the cries and screams I had during the remainder of the ride. I couldn't help but think of how similar this was to that girl with the glasses. Being on a ride with a person only for them to disappear before the end. I really wonder what came out of that. Did they write a report or simply tell her to fuck off 
to keep their reputation as a magical place safe. Would a story of a man who died on the ride keep them from selling tickets? They treated that girl crazy, like she was out to ruin the magic for the other park guest. I didn't want them to dismiss me in a similar way. I did not want to sound like a crazy person. But hey, the guy could have fallen and injured himself or died. Maybe it wasn't some phantom experience. Perhaps this time, it was for real. So, I calmed down and calmly approached one of the ride workers. Do you remember sitting someone by my side? She looked confused and then said, Um, I'm not sure. Why? Um, okay, I'll just say it. I began to freak out as I stated. There was a guy sitting right next to me on the ride. He had red hair covering his face and it seemed like he disappeared right before the ride ended and the ride operator freaked out as soon as I told her. Oh no, do you think someone might have fallen? I, th I think we would have noticed, but maybe the system is down. I'll stop the ride just in case. The lady rushed over to the other ride operators as their eyes lit up before they immediately decided to evacuate everyone on the ride and in the line. Space Mountain was closed for two hours as they searched for a possibly missing guy. I sat on a bench inside the ride as I saw my girlfriend and her friend arguing with one of the ride operators that I was on the ride. Almost as if they thought I was the one who fell off the ride. But the guy wasn't letting them in due to the closure. It's okay, they're with me. I yelled over. The guy let them in as I saw the relief on my girlfriend's face. I explained everything that had happened as a manager approached me and asked if they could have a word with me. We walked into a shabby looking office that served as a makeshift break room for the ride operators. You said you went on the space mountain and saw a red haired man sitting beside you? and then he disappeared in the dark? The man who looked nervous and slightly important asked me. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. No, you didn't. You probably had a heat stroke. Please make sure to get checked, he said very seriously. You closed it to search and found nothing? I asked. That's right. Please don't scare my workers and other guests of the park like that again, or I'll have to banish you from ever coming to this park again. I knew I wasn't crazy. I had seen this happen before. Was this the same fate for the other girl who was seemingly dismissed right away? At least they took the time to stop and check the ride this time around instead of just writing me off as a crazy person right away. Perhaps with all the deaths I had been hearing about in recent years, Disneyland staff took inquiries much more seriously, especially since they had the need to silence them before they went public. 
that they're being threatened. It took me a while to go back to Disneyland ever again. But I eventually needed extra cash when I was staying at my mother's over the summer. So I decided to apply for a job there. Seems like Disneyland hired everyone. As cool as it sounded to work at such a magical place. In all honesty, I heard it's a shitty gig. Having to keep a smile on for 8 or 10 hours straight. While being underpaid, overworked, cleaning after everyone else. Yeah, it was a magical place for putting up with the bullshit. But, during these times, it was hard to find a job for a college student with no work experience. Fortunately, for my unemployed and inexperienced self, that past incident at Space Mountain didn't seem to be a problem, and I was hired. During my time there, I found out that workers shift places a lot. But I had no problems as I worked at a food stall, another food stall, a souvenir shop, and the ride. It's a small world. Except from having to listen to six hours straight to that earworm of a song, which I still have nightmares about. All summer, I had been fortunate enough not to have been assigned to work at Space Mountain until my very last day. I had been assigned to work on the ride since another ride operator called off due to sickness. And since I needed the money, I decided to go ahead with the change, despite how fearful I was about encountering Mr. One Way. But hell, it was only one shift after all I'm sure it would be easy money. I had gone to get trained on how to operate the ride, and while doing so, I overheard two older co-workers talking in the break room, who seemed to be Disney veterans, whispering about the disappearing man. I got too curious not to eavesdrop on the whole conversation. She said it's a red-haired guy who looks kind of gruffy. Apparently anything he talks about only happened in the 80s. He doesn't seem to know about anything new around the park, despite it being common knowledge. This is not that weird, Susan. I'm sure not everyone knows about every single change that happens in the park. Yeah, but come on. One person mentioned that he had just came from Merlin's magic shop. That place closed it years ago. Hmm. Maybe he meant to say another place. Maybe she heard wrong. Who knows, but man, don't you remember that horrible accident? It was my first month working here when that red-haired boy fell from Space Mountain. But how the hell did he grow up that scruff of a man? He's a fucking ghost, Carlos. He can probably shapeshift or whatever. Apparently, a boy no older than 10 fell from Space Mountain in the 80s during its first weeks of being open. And Disneyland covered it up by giving his family a lot of money and making sure the story never popped up in any sort of news outlet or media. 
they immediately made the ride safer after this unfortunate event. But Susan was convinced that his ghost was still haunting the ride. His body had been mangled beyond recognition, and it took the workers a whole week to clean every last bit of his entrails. I wanted to say something to them, since I actually experienced the ghost of the red-haired man, or boy. But again, I kept to myself, not wanting to confront the paranormal experience that haunted my nightmares and made me scared to ride my favorite ride at the park. I tried to forget about him. Working at the ride, I hadn't experienced anything strange all day. And just before my shift ended, I decided to get in line to ride Space Mountain one last time. With the high prices of Disneyland and my small savings, it was a very slim chance that I would be able to come back anytime soon. Although I was joyous to get on my favorite ride, I had a feeling that he would be there, and man, I was right. This time, he took the form of another red-haired man, slightly different than the other two, and started talking to me in the single rider's line. Like my coworker mentioned, he only talked about things from the 80s that didn't exist anymore and seemed surprised about anything newer. I think it's enough small talk. The red-haired man suddenly got very serious. You should not come here ever again. What the fuck? Was the only sentence I could articulate. You heard about me, right? I died on this very ride back in the 80s, he said. I nodded. But I didn't simply fall from Space Mountain. I was pulled by the thing that lives there, and it drank my blood. Usually, no one could expect me to believe such a far-fetched story. But I was already talking to a ghost. Nothing is too strange from there. The security protocols include doing certain things that keep the beast asleep since they can't get rid of it. It's not gone. It's just neutralized. And it wakes up to certain smells. Smells like mine and smells like yours. I instinctively smelt my shirt. I decided I wouldn't let anyone else get hurt. But for the last 10 years, few people like us came here. And when they do, I know, and the beast knows. So I hop on the ride and trick it into getting me instead of you. Shocked, I immediately left the line and he disappeared. I never went to Disneyland again for the sake of everyone. I never told anyone this story.
but I fear it was the wrong choice. You see, I have forbidden my daughter from ever riding the space mountain, but she's a teenager and I just found out that she snuck out to do exactly what I told her not to do. I can only hope that the strange but benevolent Mr. One-Way is there to protect her from whatever horror lurks under the stars.